All right, guys, it is Kamisha H. from the Dope Girls Pray podcast. Listen, guys, I am so excited about the podcast for today that the Holy Spirit has given me. Um, he called it a forever love, a forever love, a forever love. And so I'm excited to see what it is that he is going to have me to release. Um, but before we get started, I'm going to go ahead and just pray us in. And then we're going to dive right in. So, Father, we thank you. We love you. We magnify you, we adore you, we lift you up. Father, we honor you and we reverence your son, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus. Father, the light of the world, we thank you for sending him because he is the light. Now we carry a light. And Father, we just ask you to allow us to let our light shine. Father, that we can be the light bearers of the world so that someone can look at us too and say, what must I do to be saved? Father, we honor your Holy Spirit. Father, you said in your word, when two or three are gathered, then so here are you in the midst. And so, Father, we invite you in this atmosphere. Father, we draw in your presence, Father, on today, Father, because we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, we thank you, we love you, we honor you, and we magnify you. And it's only in Jesus' name name that we soak and we seal and we saturate this prayer in his blood amen 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 and so guys again i am so excited for this topic um this segment that he has given me um it's entitled of forever love of forever love and I'm, i'm gonna be honest um this was literally my test that the lord was trying to get me to see that jesus was my forever love This was the test that he wanted me to see that Jesus was my forever love. Because um, a lot of us, we we go through life literally trying to fill voids, right? We, We try to fill voids with people, places, and things. And none of us are not a victim of this because literally a lot of us, um, especially uh, people that operate in ministry per se too, we deal with the spirit of abandonment and rejection. And so I'm going to kind of go in a little bit about abandonment and rejection um, tonight, these these two spirits. Um, And I'll also touch on the orphan spirit as well. And I'll kind of share a little bit of my testimony um, of how I got delivered from abandonment and rejection and the orphan spirit and how the Lord also kind of left um, rejection as a thorn, almost like Paul um, in in my life, too, as well. And I'll and I'll go a little bit deeper to explain why. So literally. Let's talk about abandonment, rejection, um, and the orphan spirit and how these spirits actually come in um, to play. And so literally what kind of what happens is there's a door um, where these spirits um, come in, whether it's legally or illegally, they come in through a door. And with my situation, I'll use it as an example because I lost my mother at seven months. I was seven months when my mother passed away. Um, literally the spirit of abandonment and rejection and um, the orphan spirit came in. Well, let's say the abandonment and rejection came in when my mother passed. And so I dealt with abandonment and rejection um, like all through my childhood. And I really didn't even know that that's what I was dealing with. Now, when I realized that I had the orphan spirit, 
Um, I didn't realize it at that time, but now as an adult, I'm going back in my childhood of when I realized I had the orphan spirit. Um, I, I, I feel like it was maybe middle school or high school because all of the kids will kind of be talking about, you know, the weekend and what it was that they did with their parents and stuff like that. And I would make up stories of stuff that I did with my mom or my dad and my mom was actually dead. Right. She was been passed away. But because I was trying to fit in with the other kids and and with their stories, I would make up stories and say, well, me and my mom did. We did this and we did that and and all of that nature. But it wasn't until I got into high school that I realized, like, man, I I have um, a void. Right. Because my mom's birthday came up. And for the first time in high school, I, I feel like it was ninth or the 10th grade. I cried. Right. I cried on her birthday. Um, And literally, that was the first time now looking back that I realized that I had abandonment and rejection. And so I remember going through um, my childhood. um, I literally was like, even though my grandma was really, really strict where we didn't have um she wasn't like allowing us to have boyfriends and boy phone calls and all of that like i literally probably didn't have my first real boyfriend until like the age of 17 um and i still was like kind of sneaking with that um i didn't make it go public until probably 18 because i was like then i was grown or whatever but my grandma was like really 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 strict um, I would have him to like call my sister because she was older than me. I'm the youngest of three to say, ask for her. And then she'll put me on the phone because my grandma was really, really strict. And so um, I wasn't allowed to have boyfriends and stuff growing up um, or with the opposite um, sex or anything. And so anywho, um, it wasn't until I got older, like before I actually walked into ministry, that I realized that I had the spirit of abandonment and rejection and the orphan spirit. And so I already knew that I had other um, spirits and it was, it was, it's weird because after I got rid of like um, the alcohol and, you know, when I made a decision to stop drinking and then I got delivered from um, the spirit of perversion. Well, I made a decision that I wanted to be kept. I wasn't exactly yet delivered, but I made a decision that I wanted to be kept. Um, I remember I was having a conversation and we kind of talked about this on the other podcast. I think the first one on God, I want to be kept. Um, that was when I realized literally that um, I didn't know how to be by myself, right? Because I've never been by myself. And it's because I've been married literally since I was 19 years old. I've been a mother since 20 years old. And so I've never um, had a chance in my whole adulthood to actually just be single. And that was really like one of the key things the Lord was trying to get me to to not be, but he wanted me to build before I was, like before I was a wife. He, he wanted me to build relationship with him and so literally um I remember my second marriage when you know things were like kind of going downhill and um I was coming out of the marriage and everything the Lord was like okay now um and he was already preparing me before I came out he was saying to me listen this is what I want from you I just want to build relationship with you and so I started the process 
However, because the enemy is always going to be the enemy and the Bible says he walks the earth looking to see whom he can devour, he threw in some satanic roadblocks and I got distracted. And so I got into a relationship that I was in for like uh, two years. Um, and basically, you guys, I told you guys about my testimony. And literally, um, when the Lord was calling me to, to walk into who um, he was calling me to be my kingdom identity, and I made a decision, um, literally, I cut off that relationship. And I really just started to build relationship with the father. Right. And so it was like kind of the start again of me building relationship with him. But it wasn't until when I moved from out of that house um, and I got into my own space alone. So this was like for the first time again, because I tried this before, but this was the first time that I was actually living alone, just me and my children um, and nobody else. And it was just me and Jesus. And the Lord was saying, finally. Come on, because he said, I provided you the space. Come on, I answered your prayer. You said, listen, if you do what I said, that I needed to do this, 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 and this, and I've done that for you. So now what is your excuse? And I had none. Right. So let's dive back into the spirit of abandonment and rejection, because as I was transitioning in, in my alone time, now it was the first time that I was able to say, OK, God, I need you to show me to me first. Right. Because now by this time, the pandemic has started to hit and everything of that nature. And I remember um, the Holy Spirit had told me to. Um, watch this YouTube. Well, he, I went on a fast. Let's start there. I went on a fast. I did the fast of Esther, no food or drink for three days and for three nights. And literally this fast, you will see much power. If you have not downloaded our ebook, um, so what if I told you all along you were fasting wrong? You need to go to www.dopegirlspray.com and download um, the ebook there so that you can read it. It's a fasting manual and it talks about the different fasts according to the Bible. And so, anywho, literally, I went on this fast and the Holy Spirit sent this YouTube video um of a uh, entitled called breaking so ties breaking so ties and so literally i watched this video and because my spiritual eyes were so open because i was on this fast the holy spirit was showing me spiritually what was wrong right because one thing about god he's not going to come down here and do something that we have the control and the ability to do right we have the ability to do research Right. And so he'll throw in some nuggets and drop some breadcrumbs so that literally we can pick them up and, you know, find the trail or follow the trail. However, it's our job to work for the manifestation. It's our job to work for healing and deliverance and to keep it to at the same time. Job, God's job, excuse me, is only the impossible. But our job is the possible. So it's possible for us to do the work, do the research, and it's possible for us to say yes, but it's impossible for us to heal ourselves. And that's where he comes in. And so anywho, I'm watching this um, YouTube video and I'm taking notes and the Holy Spirit had me to watch it like two or three times. 
because I don't believe that after you read something or watch something, you understood it the first time. It takes a couple of times for you to really understand what it is that you're seeing, hearing, and all of the above. It takes some time. Um, and so literally, I, I watched it twice, three times, whatever. I took notes and I said, okay, the Holy Spirit said, this is what it is that you have still. And I said, okay, now I see it. I have the, the, the spirit of abandonment and I still have the spirit of rejection, right? And we'll talk about the orphan spirit in a second. And so literally I said, okay, God, I'm not getting up off of this floor. I was still on my fast until you deliver me from these spirits because I got to a point where I said, God, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to feel like that I can't be without a man or, you know, I just direly have to be married and I'm, I'm not against marriage. I know I'm not a woman that's against marriage and I'm, and I'm not against, um, you know, being, you know, with someone cause I'm, I will not singleness will not be my portion. Um, I declare and I decree it. Um, however, I had to get to a point where I had to be okay with just me and Jesus, because I'm just going to be honest, you know, what do you do? Right. Because if you get delivered from these these spirits and you go through healing and deliverance and you finally do get married, what do you do when you get tested with the fact of the matter that your husband may not be everything that you thought he was going to be? Right. Are you going to say, well, I don't want to be married anymore or, you know, God, this was a big mistake. Or now you go out and you try to find a plan B, you know, because just in case of your plan A doesn't work, you know, what do you do? And honestly, if you don't have relationship with the father, it's going to be so easy for you to just sway, stray and just be an easy target for the enemy. And I compare it to the story of Leah in the Bible because Leah literally, this was her issue and she was married. She was looking for something from her husband that only Jesus could give her. And so we kind of know the story of Leah in the Bible where literally she was having these sons and every time she had a son and we know that having a son was like a big thing back then because they were considered heirs. And so literally every time that she had a son, she would go to her husband and she's like, look, 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 look. And he would never give her the response that she was looking for. And it wasn't until she built relationship, right? Even though it wasn't really considered so much relationship back then, but she she basically got into the presence of God, right? She started relying on God, having a relationship with God. And once she got to that point, you know, that she was in relationship and communion, um, for lack of better words, with God, right? Then she stopped looking for something from her husband that only God could give her, right? Because it's, it's literally what, what it is that we're doing. We get into relationships, we get into marriages, literally looking for that person to fill the void of something that we've been suffering with, always like going all the way back to our childhood for some of us, right? Some of this stuff is not even from um, present things. Some of these things that we're dealing with literally stems back to our childhood, right? Abandonment and rejection came in from some of you guys' childhood, right? You've been carrying the spirit and you don't even know that you've been carrying it all the way up into your adulthood, right? And so now you get into these relationships 
And you literally now the other spirits come in because when there's one spirit present, sometimes now it draws in other spirits. And then if you have the spirit of abandonment and rejection right now, um, say, for instance, if you have abandonment and rejection, now you're you can open up the door for a Hittite spirit. Right. Which is the strong man of like the spirit of assassin, depression and all of these things and stuff of that nature. So when a relationship goes south now, literally, you want to kill yourself. Or now you're depressed, right? You're going through all of these different emotions and you're drawing in other spirits now because of the other spirits that are already present, right? And so you're finding yourself in like a repeated cycle. And so what happens is a lot of us, because we don't go through healing and deliverance before we get into relationships. And I always say, every time you leave a place, a person or a thing, you need to go through deliverance. Because there are some soul ties that are still present, right? Even though we might not think like, oh, we're over this guy or we're over that woman. No, we're not. Because anybody that you've connected your soul to, there's a tie now. And until you sovereign it, like basically cut it up in the rim of the spirit, you're still connected to this person spiritually, even if physically you're not there anymore. Come on, somebody didn't catch that. Your spirit is still connected to that person's spirit, even though physically you're not there anymore. So you had to release yourself spiritually. It's not just a physical thing. Oh, I'm going to move on. I'm going to leave him and this relationship now is over. And you physically left, but spiritually you're still there. Right. And so anytime that you move from a person, a place or a thing, you have to sovereign it in the realm of the spirit. You have to break it off in the realm of the spirit. You have to release yourself because if not, it's like rollover minutes. You're just bringing it with you, right? And so literally, um, we find ourselves a lot of time trying to fill voids with relationships, marriages, and we think in our minds that if we get married or if we get into a relationship, it's going to make us feel better. And what happens is because the spirit of abandonment and rejection and the orphan spirit, their spirits that lay dormant and watch this, they don't manifest until there's a trigger. Right. They don't manifest until something happens that remind us of something before. Now that says, man, I'm feeling abandoned, man, I'm feeling rejected, man, I'm feeling like an orphan. Right. And so when this happens, now these spirits come into manifestation and now there's an issue. Right. And so therefore, these spirits, they you have to ask the father to deliver you from them. Right. Because because I'm trying to tell you, it's, it's, you're never going to feel any voids until you literally get rid of these spirits. Now, we don't want to fill voids with people, places and things, but we want to fill those voids with Jesus because he's the only remedy. He's the only spiritual antibiotic that's going to make us feel better. And that's why he said a forever love. Because if you get to the point that I'm going to forever love Jesus, I'm going to forever worship him. I'm going to forever put him first. No matter what happens, whether the, the marriage doesn't work, whether your spouse gets sick, whether your spouse passes away, if you have true relationship with the Lord, and I'm not saying you won't go through a moment of, of, of feeling down, but watch this, you won't stay there. You'll be able to bounce back 
you know, with quick, with the quickness, as people say, because you have relationship. And so we have to get to the point that we say, man, Jesus is my forever love. Because no matter what happens, whether I get married, I don't get married, or if I have to wait, or if there's a process, listen, I know that he loves me first forever. And because he loves me first, you know, I love him right? He considered me. So he loves me first. I love him. And I know that he's not going to treat me like a booty call, right? He's not going to leave me in the morning, right? He's my forever love. And so we have to get to a point, and this is what he wants, because he's literally our, our groom into the, the, the natural groom comes, right? And your spouse should literally resemble who Christ is, right? Because we're going to go in deeper about the promise and the counterfeit as our segments go on. But your spouse should resemble the groom. Come on, you are the bride of Christ, right? And to literally to be like Christ means to be conformed like Christ. We, we are supposed to have his ways, right? And so if we have his ways, that means that we ourselves and our spouses should resemble the ways of Christ. Right. So that part is so important. But listen, listen to me. God is trying to get us to the point that we make Jesus our forever love, our forever love, our forever love, that no matter what happens in our life, that we know because we have relationship and we know that Jesus loves us. It's a forever thing. Because I, I promise you, if you don't get to the point that Jesus is your forever love, it does not matter if you walk into your next of what it is that God promised you, whether it's a marriage or anything, you will always have a void if you've never filled it with Jesus. If you've never filled it with Jesus. And so I believe God on today that many of you are going to go through healing and deliverance because I feel fire in my hands right now as I'm speaking. I, I believe that healing and deliverance will take place through the airways as you listen to this podcast and this segment because the Lord wants to deliver and free some of you from the spirit of abandonment and rejection. Even I heard the spirit of bondage and the orphan spirit and we'll talk about that um, on the next podcast. But he wants to deliver you from those spirits that keep you bound, literally, um, to, to, to not to be able to function in, in just in your life in general, just in your life in general, because you're so consumed with the thoughts because the enemy plays on your mind. And so because he plays on your mind, you're so consumed. You're so consumed. And the Bible says who the sun sets free is free indeed. And so I declare and decree that freedom will take place in the mind because sometimes we can be physically delivered, but not mentally delivered. We're not mentally delivered. And so, Father, we thank you. We love you. We honor you and we magnify you and we adore you. Father, we lift you up. Father, we reverence your holy name. Father, we thank you for the sound that was released on today. Father, the sound of true Jesus that released a, a, a movement of conversion and deliverance on today. Father, we ask you right now in the name of Jesus, Father, just to stand 
scan our system, Father, scan our minds, scan our hearts. Father, we give you permission to do surgery on us, Father. Those empty spaces, Father, that we've tried to fill voids with alcohol, drugs, with sex, or whatever, Father, we give you permission to do a detox. Holy Ghost, I hear you. We give you permission to do a detox in our bloodstream and in our bodies, Father, and we ask you to do a blood wash, a purification blood wash in our bloodstream and in our bodies, Father, and to fill the voids with your Holy Spirit and to fill the voids with Jesus. We want to be filled with Jesus. And Father, we thank you, we love you, we honor you, and we magnify you, and we lift you up, Father, and we will forever love you. We will forever love you, Jesus. You are our forever love, and we thank you for forever loving us. And it's only in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. I thank you guys for tuning in um, for our segment um, of Forever Love. I hope you guys are blessed. Be blessed on today. And remember, dope girls do pray.